Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck and the Brewers Series. Can I just call it that from now on? I think that's going to be easier on all of us. Spring, summer, Brewers Series. Spring, summer, spotlight, Brewers Series. (laughs) (laughs) Continues with Jesse from Goshen Brewing Company. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, We'll get the... We'll get the awkwardness out of the way first. Um, you forgot the beer back at the uh, uh, brewery. No, it is. <laughs> it was a horrible shame, and I just got far enough that I was like, I can't turn around and make it here at least anywhere close on time. So I apologize, yeah. but I'm going to get you some beer one way or another. Awesome. Maybe not right now. No, no. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> we appreciate too. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. And Zach, uh, we were talking a second ago. You you guys are coming hot off a six year anniversary, and uh, we're it's glad to have you in. But also, we're excited to have everybody in in the brewing community this spring and summer for the brewer series yeah. <laughs> because coming back off a of pandemic everything's starting to open up it's important to remind everybody in the craft beer community here in michigan that you guys are open and ready to accept the party absolutely we're still here and we're <laughs> we got a lot of things going this year too so it is exciting to to open back up and and get things moving yeah oh well we'll talk all about that all about what you guys have accomplished over the past six years and more on music to my beers Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Music to my beers. There you go. (laughs) I'm growing up right before our eyes. Uh, I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck, and we do this program every single Sunday here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear, where uh, we talk beer chit-chat, music, I mean, not music so much, as we've been talking about beer yeah, the past couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. It'd be a pretty boring show if we just talked about music for two hours. But uh, <laughs> That Zach, was. Zach and I are craft beer enthusiasts, so we uh, we got a show six years ago-ish to uh, start talking about beer and uh, and meet some of the people that are doing it around Michiana. And Jesse from Goshen Brewing Company is in this morning. Welcome to the show. Congratulations on six years. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And welcome back to the show, too. Yeah, we were just saying it's been since uh, year one. So, yeah, yeah, wonderful. I knew you had a brewery and we had a show and I thought, hey, let's invite Jesse from Goshen Brewing Company in and and be a part of one of our early, early shows. I believe he came in when we were just an hour back then. Yeah, way back way we were just an hour show. We thought, no way. This show is so great. Let's double it in size. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it twice as much talk. Let's do it. Drink more beer, right? Yeah. Exactly. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> we like to get paid for our hobbies, yeah. you know. When we're Absolutely. Much like, you know, you guys, uh, when you're brewing beer and, and stuff like that, I'm sure um, whether a shift is done or something, you're, you're able to oh, enjoy and partake. We're always tasting and you know the quality control and yeah that's that's part of my job is just tasting beer drinking beer making sure the quality's right so yeah. it's not too bad most no. of the most of the time it's a good gig if you can get it yeah <laughs> we had uh, eric and andy from the crooked u in last week and we got to talk we knew a lot about uh, when they were starting the brewery and a lot of the kind of the battles they went with their location and how everything just kept getting pushed back because of delays they, they found out the building needed more work and more money uh tell us a little bit about your location and go uh, goshen like how you found the building what kind of headaches did you have to go because it's a pretty unique setup you guys have down there yeah that's most, not a building most, you find in every town ready for yeah, for action yeah, most definitely i mean we didn't go the easy route i think with the building choice but really uh old 
power company building, old Nipsco building that I really wanted that. Let's let's recycle, upcycle an older building and just the character you can draw from that. Uh, And then also that location, too, was unbelievable for us. But really, yes, lots of lots of things to get through to get that building uh up to code and up to you know standards of what we needed to be a functioning brew pub was there ever a point where you thought wow maybe we picked wrong man because that looks when you walk in there and you you look around the architecture the the entire building that's a very purpose-built building they didn't build that with future occupants in mind like how is this going to be easy for you know lessers down the road and it's very much the same thing with uh with like with the crooked you guys building that was a vfw not not at all intended to to do what it does now Uh, it reminds me of the college football hall of fame building downtown we're like they built that without thinking ever there wasn't going to be a college football hall of fame in it and now it's a building that almost nobody can use because what are you going to do with that man (laughs) yeah no and i i first walked people through that building too and tried to share my vision it was very difficult for people to get on board and say like yeah i could see this being a brewery because it was just vacant dirty closed up and needed a lot of help so it definitely was a bit you know a selling moment for me to really get people on board i know my dad went through there and he's like this is gonna be a money pit and i just don't (laughs) see this like which was which was the which was the smaller headache we're here with jesse uh, jesse from goshen brewing company was the smaller headache getting the the building up and the brewery running the beer and everything else or getting the brewery through the pandemic if you had to relive one of those two nightmares over which would it be you know i've thought about that a decent amount this last year uh i would definitely say this last year has been the most difficult year of Mm. these six years um just the amount of uh, stressors that have been going on and the amount of change and uh getting everybody you know your whole team on board and kind of on the same page and you know it's this whole moral dilemma of trying to have as many people in there and have this business Mm -hmm. flourishing but then keeping yourself your family your you know your Your employees staff Mm -hmm. all all healthy and happy it was it's been challenging and we're still you know we're, we're, we're still dealing with some of that so but you guys you navigated it i thought pretty well for uh local establishments you thought you know we're gonna put the the tents out there like the eskimo style um places that people could enjoy their food and their beverages outside but then also um and this is something we can bring up in a little bit too but you guys expanded out and made like the garage door type settings and and even um kind of took over that patio space that used to be the the outdoor seating area but then you found other ways of of having people come and be outdoors and feel safe and still um and still be able to enjoy too yeah absolutely i mean we were really setting ourselves up through the year to be very versatile and we've got you know we've got the true indoor kind of tap room it's it's a little more enclosed and a little more tight lower ceilings and then we wanted to add that indoor outdoor space in Mm -hmm. the beer hall with garage doors opening up and really flowing into completely outdoors and so that has served us really well through through some of the pandemic uh as well how much do you think like i've thought about this a little bit like i i don't think 
not everybody would have survived the pandemic and the craft brewery scene here in town. I think had it not been for social media, because everything was changing so quickly and there wasn't one big mandate coming down saying you could do this, you could do that. But the fact that you guys were able to get the word out whenever anything changed, whenever there was an update, even uh, like with our friends at Hop Station, like, hey, we can't serve, but we can do carry out. So people who are enthusiastic about your brewery can say, hey, here's where I can keep up to date. This is what they're doing. They're open. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, social media these days and the the ability to advertise and spread the just the word on, mm-hmm. you know, procedures and things like that was uh, huge. And uh, I think just the real loyal kind of following, too. If this would have been year one, you know, or yeah. year two mm-hmm. even for us, it would have looked a lot different, you know. So, you know, having that loyal base of, of people to be understanding and, and kind of give you a little room to 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 make some mistakes as you adjust and maneuver through all this was was big that first couple of months felt very much like a save the rec center thing we're like (laughs) everyone rallied around their favorite brewery or their establishment they're like all right this is you know we got to do what we got to do but we're gonna help everybody get through this and uh you know happily everybody has seemed to have made it through at least locally Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got some some great breweries around this region, you guys know, and it, it feels like everybody's working their way through it and uh, yeah. kind of on the other side of things for the most part. I mean, yeah, it's it's been tough. Yeah, <laughs> and I can't think of one that's closed. Like, I'm trying to, off the top of my head, somebody that has closed down like a... Like Four Horsemen, you know? Yeah, no, I haven't really heard that. Why haven't heard that name in years? (laughs) Yeah, I haven't heard of really many breweries, yeah, closing down. So I know they've changed things, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. That's that's pretty surprising, really. We're kind of like rekindling old friendships and relationships on the other side of this pandemic. The beer show sucked last summer. It was basically just Zach and I trying to figure out, like, how can we skirt COVID rules with the company we work for? <laughs> can we do a show? We did one yeah. in your backyard. We did one in my backyard. Yeah, we did, and- we did them in the backyards. We did them uh, remotely. It was a huge pain. So we're super happy to be back. And we're really excited because tastings are happening again. Festivals are starting to happen again. We've, we've had some uh, big rock bands announced. They're going to be touring again. So things are opening up. What are you most excited? Like, how close are things at the Goshen Brewing Company to getting back to the way they were beforehand? You know what? Just uh, yesterday was sort of our first day where the seating went back to normal. 100%. Wow. Normal. Other than, and you know, it's, it's sort of, we still encourage if you're not fully vaccinated, just following the CDC guidelines, basically. Mm-hmm. But our staff, if they're fully vaccinated, has the option to wear masks or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are, of course, a lot of, like we talked about, open air and, you know, have a lot of outdoor seating right. and stuff like that, which yeah. really helps, you know. Uh, but it's it's starting to really the last couple weeks start to get that feeling of hey you know what life is gonna go on here you know a bit yeah but uh, yeah and music you know we're we're big into music too like like you all of course so started live music the last few weeks on Wednesdays and I love that. doing some Sunday early evening it's stuff, also great so. that it's happening like the time of year when everybody wants to get out so like we're all wanting to get out now we're able to get out so it, it feels like this is gonna be like one of those summers that we all remember for a long long time. 
It's the roaring 20s all over. One of the things Zach and I are most excited about to get uh, all of our, our brew friends in is because you guys, I mean, we're just enthusiasts. You guys know the, the brass tacks of the business. And was there anything that was disrupted with your, I don't because get sometimes getting hops and uh, different supplies, was any of that disrupted during the pandemic or hard to come by? You know, really, uh, things have slowed down as I know far two by fours as the, are like $9 a piece now, so I can't imagine what brewing supplies are. Yeah, I mean, there's been some of that. It hasn't been too bad. Cans, like it can shortage for a bit that. there but oh, yeah. and we just sort of got into that a little more you know we've had crawler cans in a crawler machine but we started doing 12 ounce cans so i was having we just got that up and running and then it was like delay and getting cans so we couldn't even oh, we couldn't even utilize man. some equipment that we got and everything very well a bit of that and i would say just a lag in in getting malt uh, typically, that's probably been the biggest, you know, a couple days short, of, you know, mm-hmm. lag mm-hmm. And, and getting stuff. But for the most part, so far, it's going going all right. So. And you guys have a canning machine now, like a small scale. It's it's different than like a crowler machine. Yeah, you guys did crowlers there for a while, but what's the canning machine set up like? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, we've got 12 ounce cans and okay. it's, you know, kind of mostly automatic. You're feeding and 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 then uh, receiving it and and packaging it, packaging yeah. it in four packs or six packs. But it's a kind of legit little little system that takes up a little footprint because we don't have much room in yeah. our basement brewery. You know <laughs> that. So uh, that came out of you know just the need for in the pandemic really people needing a, a for to, to do go. more to go production type stuff so this became available and really suited us for that small small kind of setup and and able to put out some beers to more to to go and things like is that. it the so. special stuff that that you guys are putting in cans or what what's uh, going in cans for? we're kind of doing right now uh doing a lot of our more larger batches stuff so we do some double batches where Mm -hmm. we can do you know anywhere from 500 to 1500 cans you know uh so it it is more sort of limited stuff and it's not everything in a can right now at this point because really we're still kind of ramping up and selling stuff out of the pint and you know in the tap room so yeah, it's it's very cool option now that we got going. So how many? Uh, we're here with Jesse uh, Jesse from the Goshen Brewing Company. I haven't even been drinking yet. I'm talking like this. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry about um, that. For the no, for the for the unfamiliar, how much how much beer do you guys make a year? Like, what's the what's the sort of annual output of the Goshen Brewing Company? Because it's always it's fascinating to see like how much beer we know how much about ish like Bear Hands makes and the U. But yeah, you know, and uh, you guys do a lot of carryout business. Like, how much beer do you make a year? We were in 2019 going to where we just kind of kept going. Now, not, not including last year, we were over 800 barrels a year. So we're Goshen, talking thirsty city, twenty five thousand gallon, you know, something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's and that's ninety five percent out of the tap room. So we're we're pushing through a decent amount of beer for. <laughs> and you guys are constantly rotating too. Oh I know yeah, that every single time I come in, I'm like. I don't know anything on the board because there's all kinds of new stuff. So we'll have to talk about that maybe a little bit too. Absolutely. Yeah. We like to switch it up. And now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B movie. 
And this is a segment of the show where we take movies and we take beer. We pair them together in a rating system that is inaccurate, laughable at best. <laughs> and uh, and we call this thing the Bee movie. And Zach said, hey, man, June is the sixth month. Why don't we do the sixth sense? Because Goshen Brewing Company and... This show have been in business for six years. Yeah, so it's like an Illuminati thing or something. (laughs) (laughs) How many different uh, levels of six can we put in the show? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go first. You're gonna do a six pack, aren't you? Yeah, I am gonna do a six pack (laughs) because I I'm not a big sci-fi guy. I'm just not. And I had some friends and uh, some of my brothers that harangued me into watching this movie when it came out because they loved it, loved it. Got to get it on DVD when it came out for 25 bucks or whatever it was. And I didn't like it. There's just there's too what? much. It, there's just too much. There's too much. I, I, one, I don't like space and sci-fi and time traveling in the future. So it was like almost everything I didn't like about a movie wrapped up into one thing. So I'm going to need six really hefty beers to get through this. So I'm going to say a six pack of mm, we'll do the Scotch Ale from Oscar Blues. Oh, that's a good one. Because Actually, Oscar Blues was one of the first canning uh, breweries. That's right. Like one of the first beer. the first larger scale craft brewers to do the cans. But I'm going to need some Scotch Ale to get through this because it's it's awful. I mean, <laughs> not a fan. No, no, I don't even like the memes that pop up on like on Reddit and Facebook. I'm like, OK, it's just it's unappealing. <laughs> I think Star Wars maybe were the only like the only like futuristic franchise I ever liked. But um, yeah. yeah, not not a fan. Not a fan of Sixth Sense. No, no sixth, sixth sense. Sixth sense. I'd say for me, this is the one that put M. Night Shyamalan on the map, right? And then everything after this was basically like junk, right? That The happening with uh, Mark Wahlberg and the lady in the water or something like that. Oh, my God, dude. I thought we were talking about the fifth element. Oh, oh <laughs> never mind. Sense. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. No, you know well, what? The fifth element. That, that no, you go crazy. first. Awesome. I'll, yeah, you go first. I'll rethink this whole thing. You guys, <laughs> you guys were looking at me like I was an idiot. I'm like, what am I talking about? Sci-fi like, future. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I see dead people. I see dead yeah, people. The, <laughs> that famous oh, line. Oh, man. At the right. end. Yeah. Oh. Who was that young actor? That Haley Joe Osment. Okay. Yeah. He he was good. I felt like this movie. This is one that if you well if you haven't seen it by now, we're just gonna spoil it for you. Bruce Willis is dead the entire time. Oh 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 oh! That spoiler <laughs> threw me for a loop. For the my parents saw it, they had to watch it before oh. I could see it. Then and, and uh, I I loved it. Um, I'm good, but I'm still gonna give it a six pack to go along with the six. Okay. So I'm gonna do a six pack of hipster juice bag from Burnham Brewing Company. You guys, you guys ever have hipster juice bag? I it's pretty don't great. Think I have. Oh. I've had a number of their beers, but yeah, I'm this one have it to comes in a Capri Sun looking can. Oh and no, it's, I haven't. Seen. I w- my kids were drinking Capri Suns over the weekend, so I was drinking a Capri Sun over the weekend, and I thought, man, this is just it's a good, it's juicy, it's maybe like a about a seven percent uh, yeah. hazy IPA. Oh, those boys are so clever over there. I know. <laughs> so they're can design. Yeah. Okay, Warren, what are you going to bring to the table now? Now that I've got the movie right, um, this is one of those movies, too, that if the internet was was like, was like then like it is now, you would have never, like, none of us would have had our minds blown because everybody would have known the surprise twist at the ending. Like, when you went in there and you didn't know it was coming, it was a huge left turn. And you're right. And then he repeated the same trick for the next, the subsequent five films. <laughs> uh, Haley Joe Osmond's a funny looking dude too now because I think he was on Silicon Valley for a season toward the end. Oh, man. Yeah. His, his head grew, but his face never did. <laughs> uh, but this is a really fun movie, but I don't think I'd ever go back and rewatch it just because like the twist has been blown. You kind of the magic of that moment is gone. Uh, but I am going to give this one six. 
and I'll do six, and I haven't had them in the cans, but I'm going to say the most throwback Goshen Brewing Company beer I could think of is the Soup of the Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, there was a New England IPA did it eons ago. Yeah. I think we first had it, what, four, three years ago, maybe? Yeah, that's probably about right. I, I'm not even quite sure. We've had it on tap not too long ago, though, too. So oh, yeah. that's I re- one that I keeps rem- coming back. I remember that was the first one. First, I think the first one I went down there and tried and then hucked to like six crowlers back to South Bend. <laughs> nice. I'm like, worth it. Let's go. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to give it one of the, I'm going to give it six of those, but in the 12-ounce cans. You got it. Because I'm not a gluttonous yeah. pig. It's the Lord's Day. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jesse? Well, yeah, I was just trying to remember this movie, but I'm horrible at remembering everything that goes on. But as you guys are talking here, I mean, I do remember that I really liked it. And I do remember being, you know, kind of surprised uh, with the ending and everything, too. So, you know, I really liked it. Um, but that's about all I could tell you about, <laughs> unfortunately are you going with but, six beers on on tap uh, absolutely uh you know and we, we always yeah. encourage the brewers to, to put six of your own beers so use this as an opportunity to shamelessly self-promote oh that's smart yeah. i was gonna maybe go somewhere else but i i wasn't sure but uh yeah then let's go a six pack of uh i'm gonna go the sour route oh we have dr palm on right now Yum. which is a pomegranate lemon goza so a little dash of salt in there and it's like mm. sort of lemonade ish you know for summer quenching and and beautiful now so. you now you got me like i'm <laughs> drooling just thinking about that beer. i always feel like bad when they talk about beers that quench your sweat. thirst because i'm like i don't yeah. even really do anything to build up a thirst i just <laughs> Here it's time to have a beer, I guess. So, like now, I feel guilty. Maybe I should go out and mow the lawn or dig a fence post or something. And that's really where we should be cracking one of these open. But yeah. I failed miserably. It's, it's, all, it's all good. <laughs> hey, honestly, it's, it's, like, it's like the Harold Kumar scene where you're down the hallway. And you're like, we can't go back. We're too far away. But halfway from Goshen to South Bend, like that's too yeah. far. You would have never made it. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to let you guys down by so. showing up late either. So, oh no. <laughs> but uh, if you like the show on Facebook, you can also join our, our group, and it's private. But it's just we're trading beer picks and showing what we got where and what's on tap and who found what at what store it's a lot of fun or if like new stuff is coming out and we want to share it with everybody or if you went in like a, a beer hall like let's say you went drove to goshen brewing company and you brought back like six crowlers of soup of the day then you probably want to share a picture like that in the facebook group it's also a, one of those hey you going my way we had a couple of people who were like i'm traveling to south carolina i'm headed to you know indy does anybody need anything so you could join our group it's easy just make sure you're of drinking age and you can click that you're not a robot are you taking orders for your portland trip uh dude <laughs> i don't know man one. the more i start thinking about how much it's gonna cost me to get this beer home the more i'm like i should just quit answering my phone right now <laughs> be careful what you ask for yeah right <laughs> i got a list for you <laughs> and i i know uh goshen uh we're here with jesse from goshen brewing company and, and you guys put a lot of stuff out there on facebook i know events and things that you have but i you can find you guys on facebook but anywhere else online too uh instagram twitter but uh, yeah, kind of those three, three yeah. main ones there. Not on TikTok yet. No, not on TikTok <laughs> yet. We always like I'm, to put I'm, the screws to the brewers here because we get a, ver- a variety of opinions about Untapped. What do you think about it? Do you like I, Do you like what I'm it does okay for you guys? With untapped. You I'm okay with it. You know, we utilize it to to get our beer releases out there. When you know we're always changing things, so this beer is on tap, and you know their whole rating system. I don't know. I mean, we could go on about that a little bit, but uh, this is the dirt we came here for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's got to be hard. like sometimes it can be hard to create a beer. You're like, this is amazing. I love it. It hits all because you've obviously done your homework. You've been educated in the subject, and then to have you know 
note uh old warren's had six beers give it like a two star like that's gotta be upsetting a little bit i don't yeah like I, <laughs> I try yeah and then well you can't rate it if you don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but, we all, uh, we've all been guilty of that had a had a beer way too late in the evening and you're like this yeah. doesn't taste like anything but the next time you right. have it you're like wow this is a treat yeah or you had a lager after you had you know this yeah. soup of the day or something and it's like well there's this is boring there's nothing there well that's not exactly the case you know what they um, should do with untapped is they should ask you what you're a fan of drinking and then go by if you're drinking an ipa but you're more of like a scotch ale guy they should just take that into consideration with your rating and be like okay your rating is not weighted as much as everybody else yeah yeah, yeah there we go like i've got 89 <laughs> ipa like badges going here. <laughs> yeah but no one's gonna give no one should give my opinion or maybe you like if you sell like uh jordan's on ebay they've got to be from a, like you have to be a verified seller Maybe you have to go through a test. You become a verified reviewer, and your reviewers count to the actual star rating of the beer. The rest of us could chime in with our opinions, but this is how it gets. Like Rotten Tomatoes just doesn't let every idiot review movies. No. Can you imagine if we got on there and reviewed The Sixth Sense like we just did? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be awful. They're like, yeah. don't listen to this website. It's full of ninnies, you know? But um, and so you, And also, you can find the show podcast that I know Sunday from 10 to noon is kind of a bummer of a time slot, but... You know, until AJ quits or Polly leaves, this is as good as it's going to get for the show. <laughs> uh, you can find us podcasting every Monday right around lunchtime. Zach does a great job of doing that. So have we covered all of our bases. I think we're, we covered them all. Oh, I'm on Untapped at Dad Beers. You're on Untapped at Man Bear Cluck. Are you on Untapped? Do you have a hand? Uh, you know, I'm not. Okay. I actually in. I don't go on there much. Once in a while, I will just who, who and then just kind of binge, go through <laughs> yeah. a bit. Cheers, but, cheers, cheers. Uh, Do you have like a dedicated person at the brewery that is like you're the untapped person? So deal with it. Yeah, Jamie. You know our tap room manager gets all the beers on there and kind of will go through that a bit. And I will from time to time, but I'm not sitting there, you know, worrying exactly about you know all those ratings. But uh, you know, we try to stick true to what we we brew and we know yeah. and mm-hmm. we like so yeah all right okay warren you found the last beer in the building here for most of my beers i'm Split ashamed wine. to admit this is the last alcoholic beverage that's in the house right now at 237 west edison so we're gonna crack it open jesse from the goshen brewing company is here and we're just gonna I don't know. I guess give him the business now because he forgot uh, a, a beer from. <laughs> no, you absolutely to try. should. I feel horrible, and you would have. I would have restocked your fridge a little bit too. Now that you, oh, we're we'll, going to finish off your last beer. Oh, we'll, we'll, come, <laughs> we'll come check it out. We'll, yeah. we'll come for the, what's uh, the rain check. Ooh, but this is also going to be fun because this is a beer that we've uh, we've had before. But uh, Eric from mm-hmm. Bearheads left behind a. Uh, a nice little uh, Galaxy Imperial. So it's going to be fun to get your take on somebody else around town's oh, beer. Great. Yeah. yeah, super fun. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is damn near frozen. Can I say that? Yeah, it's sat in uh, the fridge next to my desk for probably way too far in the back, you know, where the ice starts uh, to form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, who needs a little bit more? What's the born on date on this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, a few weeks old, I think? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, let's see. Uh, packaged, 412. Hey, my daughter's birthday. 412. 21. Um, oh, these guys love their nice. hoppy beers. Me too, though. So yeah. yeah. Can't this go wrong is, there. Is this all Galaxy Hops? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? One of the better hops, too, I must say. One you, of my you favorites. Do? You, yes, do you guys I use love. it quite yeah, a bit? Uh, we, do, we do some, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say 
you know, extremely frequently. But when we can get a hold of some, we'll we'll snatch them up. To use I like them. Galaxy and Mosaic because they're two of the most easily recognizable. Like those were two of the first mm-hmm. hops that I glommed onto when I first started really kind of trying to identify. Like, and uh, it's I know it's a little bit bigger of a uh, brewery, but uh, Revolution's uh, Hero series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also a great help because when you grab oh. an Eldorado Hero, you're like, okay, so this is kind of the gist of an Eldorado hop. This is right. what you're going to get out of that. Same thing with Mosaic, and I know they've done Galaxy, right? And uh, that's kind of a, a really easy stepping stone to understanding. Okay, well, put these two together. What does this taste like? Now, I don't where, where the brain disconnect happens for me is when you taste some of these really, really fruity, hazy. It's a combination of three, four, five hops. I don't understand how those hops on their own combine to make something that tastes like, you know, a pineapple smoothie right. with an yeah. orange finish. Like, how, how long were you into your brewing career before you were like, okay, I kind of see how this works? Oh, I mean, I'm still figuring things out. But no, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's amazing some of the characters of those hops and, and then they interact differently together. And, you know, it's it's really just about you know trial and error with some of that stuff do you, know, you just know by smelling them or uh, you can you... get some idea by smelling them i think but really you know you got a lot of different factors in there you got the yeast that you have to consider too and mm-hmm. what what sort of attributes and that's gonna uh incorporate as well but uh what lactose will bring to the party sure as far as mouthfeel and that sort of thing and you, so you, guys you, really around, you guys have been around long enough where you you predate the the hazy crazy uh thing so you've been able to watch this this thing go from hey we're open these are the beers we're doing to all of a sudden here's this new absolute 900 pound gorilla of a beer style that comes in and now everybody has to have it right when what did you first decide like all right this is something we got to do because this is this is what people are drinking uh you know when i really had some of those beers and just love the mouthfeel and the the potent flavor of the hops like we're talking about all those extreme flavors you know really came out from from some of that too so uh we i wasn't sure in the beginning (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was pretty quick to get on board too you know um soup of the day probably was might have been our first one but even prior to like the he's kind of crazed thing we had some oatmeal and beers that were starting to get a little muddy looking maybe not as right as beautiful as we're starting to make them now but uh we started to go some of that direction too um but oh yeah i'm all on board i mean I'll, it's not going anywhere i i would say that i do like you know it's still got to have that little bitterness in there and yeah. the finish to mm-hmm. kind of balance it out and not get you know you can't overdo the lactose or the maltodextrin or you know that doughy kind of uh body to it but uh it's it's wonderful one of the things we like we're here with jesse from the goshen brewing company and you guys are celebrating six years down in goshen we're all very excited for you guys happy you're still here thriving and successful how did you get into the, the – uh, I don't even know if we should do this here, but we're going to do it anyhow. How did yeah. you, you get into the beer game? Was there like – were you a home brewer? Was it a certain style that you're like, this is it? Because you also have to make, have a hard choice to make eventually when this thing is like hobby or business. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was basically uh, moved to Fort Collins, Colorado. Mm. Just at that point was wow. more breweries per capita than anywhere in the U.S. And some really good ones, like fell in love with New Belgium and Odell. And 
So, and really, I fell in love with that culture of breweries and, and beer. I mean, obviously, the beer itself was, you know, coming very diverse and and fun and uh, everything. And I love that. But it, even more so was just the entire culture around it uh, was wonderful. It's a very, like, friendly culture. Everybody kind of, like, it's, it's the rising tide raises all ships type of um, culture. Because everybody, I haven't met somebody that's, like, super protective over recipes or not into doing collaborations and stuff but that's it's really cool that i mean you went out there how long were you in fort collins for uh we were there for a handful of years like five years yeah around uh 2005 to 2010 so that was yeah really when i got into craft beer but then i did start home brewing i mean i just took it right from the beginning i saw on my facebook feed something yeah. pop up of oh your memory i don't know 10 plus years ago like uh you know this beer second beer i did and it's a rum porter or something like that i was Ooh. like oh yeah. wow right out the gate right yeah. off the gate that's yeah. what i was thinking myself You're i was like, like Look man, at you. i was getting ambitious right away but uh that was the that was the cool thing and that's one of the cool things about craft beer is you can do so many different yeah. things at what point did you know like i'm gonna take a run at this like i'm gonna put my financial you know keister on the line and go for it yeah my uh career and everything you know i was at my master's in social work and doing something completely different you know yeah. but wow you know it was probably when I met a brewer out of Toledo, Ohio, and started going in there and just seeing the, the production system and getting to pick his brain and, and uh, really realized that, man, this, this is fun. Like, I think I could take this to the next level. But really, I had no business doing that. I was brewing these beers at home and just reading and talking and, and trying to figure out how to maneuver through all of it. And did, I you was just, a, did you have a significant other you had to sell this idea to? Cause, yeah. Cause yes, that's, that's I like, did. That's like yeah. salesman yeah. of the year. Like convincing a spouse to say, yeah, yeah go ahead, man. Make beer for a living. Do it. That's yeah, rough. she was on board surprisingly from the beginning, too. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and, and how did you pick out Goshen of all places, too, to start? You know, we... Uh, my wife Amanda is from Goshen, okay, so we okay. kept coming back into Goshen. Easy. I went to school there, uh, you know, and it was really kind of had this vibrant redevelopment happening downtown. It, it does have a vibe you know, downtown. Yeah, and if, I couldn't believe there wasn't a brewery already, you know, or yeah. something, you know, like we were envisioning. So I was like, this is ripe. This is prime, you know, for us to to kind of move back and, and get that going there. So... Uh, and then that building kind of became a potential option, and that really drove me to like, I got to figure this thing out. And <laughs> it's so cool. Well, I nice, went, well, and, we yeah, say. here we are, six years later. Yeah. Um, oh, another uh, delicious segment here on Music to My Beers. It's one that um, it's our staff picks, and it's one where we all go around the room and we'll put two beers a piece. Typically, Warren and I, when we're just doing the solo, we'll put three in for our pick six and since there's three of us we'll do two um highly recommend putting some of your own in into this uh six pack i know for me um i'm gonna go off right off the bat and say one of your stouts that i think was awesome and i don't know if it's still on tap now but irish fog oh yeah that's that's kind of been a 
one of our staple stouts that keeps coming back. It's not on tap right now, okay. but actually we're brewing it here. It's scheduled to in the next couple of weeks. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm typically like a stout drinker through winter, and so I like picking up a crawler of that whenever I'm in town. Um, the next one that I'm going to throw in is from Rheingeist out of Cincinnati, and I had their Cloud Harvest 03 unfiltered juicy ipa did you have that on a weeknight mr miller i did i was feeling fragile <laughs> on, uh, on a wednesday here. yeah i think i saw him and that first thing out of zach's mouth i i can't do that on weekday i, I should not have drank that much i had that after the um strawberry m43 so he had another Ooh. legendary uh jesse if you don't know zach is kind of known around south bend is like our john jr he likes to roller skate down through south bend and like go to every beer pub park and anything he can so he had he had himself a tuesday oh that's that's awesome i've got a nice <laughs> picture ingrained in my head right now is happening to if, if a man half cocked on rollerblades approached the goshen brewing company would he be allowed to enjoy beer out on the patio oh, out of the absolutely. outdoor seating area absolutely yeah yes. we'd welcome him yeah we've got some fun characters there too so i'll throw you in that mix Zach. Yeah. does the mill race is the mill race paved now or is it still like the it is not so not, okay, you might want to take the blades in the mill race yeah take the blades <laughs> He lives by the blades. Uh, <laughs> roller blades. I'm a soul skater, man. I'm a soul skater. All right. Uh, I'm going to throw in, well, uh, one of them I had last weekend, and I couldn't tell if this beer tasted so great because it was that good, or it tasted so great because I had to spend all last Saturday in the middle of Memorial Day weekend helping my family move into a new house, my, my sister. So by the time I got to beer 30 on Saturday, I was soaking wet, smelly, and exhausted. But I had a tailpipe from Hoof Hearted that I picked up down at, uh, at Citywide. They don't have like a ton of, of that available in the area and it hasn't been available for a very long time but um it's delicious it was great and you know those really ugly dodge daytonas they had from the 80s those hatchback <laughs> that was that was the illustration on the can i didn't even care what was in it i gra- i saw the card i bought it i'm like ooh. And then i realized who it was from and what it was and it's a delicious new england it's hazy it's juicy and after a, a long day of swearing at family members it was just the kind of thirst quencher the thirst quencher that i needed and the next one I'm going to throw in is a beer that I followed right, right after it was uh, was from Two Toms. They're Chongin. Ooh. Which was... Uh, is it dank? Pretty it was, dank. It was a little bit... Yeah, it was a little bit, it was a little bit creamy up front, but there was just all whoosh, yeah. dank and, uh, and bitterness on the end. It was great to have those two beers back to back, but I don't think I've ever been so thirsty for a beer the last two years than I was that last Saturday. Man, now you got me thirsty. Really thirsty. Yeah. Now, nice. uh, Jesse, what yeah, about you? Well, now, again, we're going to urge you to pr- use hey, this as a chance to shamelessly promote two of your own. I've got plenty of those beers, so we'll throw in. I'm going to to try to balance out this six pack. I'm going to. We got one dark beer in there, but I'm going to add another one. We got a porter right now called Portage. Uh, it's it's got some uh, interesting barrel aged malt in it. So huh. Sugar Creek malt, like. You know, in Indiana, grown there, you know, malt are not grown there, but grown in Indiana, malted there. Uh, it You don't really taste the bourbon from the malt, but you get some real nice kind of vanilla and toffee kind of like notes to it Ooh. that and it's a five percenter. So it's it's kind of good for this time, uh, time of year for yeah. a darker beer. So I'm going to throw that one in so there. They, but they barrel age the malt. Yeah. Like they so they it? put that malt in a bourbon barrel. Huh. And it really soaks up some nice, 
nice flavor from it. Uh, wow. Like I said, you couldn't really new. taste the bourbon tons mm-hmm. from it. Maybe a little on the nose. But I like the vanilla and the oakiness then, too. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. So Orange. I like to... Mm. Yeah. But then I'm going to also throw in a double IPA we got coming up before long. Circuit Breaker. It's kind of been one that keeps coming back. But it's a big 11%er. It, you Ooh. know, this past year, you need something hard-hitting once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we laugh all the time. When this show started six years ago... Uh, you know, we thought that uh, that Hop Slam from Bells, this was like the biggest, most potent IPA that anybody would ever have. Like, yeah. it would never get. <laughs> and now, like, that barely even registers. It. Some, week, <laughs> some weekends you look in the fridge, you're like, I've got everything from nine to like twelve. Uh, yeah. And it and every time I go to Citywide downtown, it feels like more and more there are triple IPAs out there. <laughs> and I stop myself. I'm like, you don't need yeah, that in your that's... life, man. But one of these days, I'm going to pull the trigger. Yeah. You do every so often. You need one. And, and I know if I ever bought it, this is what would happen to it. It would sit in the fridge, and it would take me a few beers to get confident enough to have it. By the time I have it, I have half of it. I wake up, and I've wasted the other half. I hate that. That's I should so call that the story of every Dark Lord beer I've ever had. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm asleep now. Yeah. Yeah. It has been fun to have a lot of our friends in the brewing community back in on the other side of the pandemic and remind people that Goshen Brewing Company is wide open for business, accepting all patrons. And uh, we're, we're excited for you. And also excited for your staff and everybody involved because, uh, you know, you think of these breweries sometimes as one, two guys, but it's it's a load of people. Yeah, we've got a full full team of people and, you know, I they're running the show a lot of the time so i'm just kind of backstage a little bit (laughs) (laughs) well you guys have a good mix too of a beer and also your food is really incredible too and i i I still dream about uh the breakfast that i had there one time with my parents it's the chicken and waffles oh yeah the the (laughs) chicken is phenomenal it's it's delicious and i don't know um there there's somebody who's your head chef at jesse shoemaker so another jesse yeah, Jesse and Jesse yep. tag team, and you tag yep. you do the the brewing, and then he's behind doing all the the food for. Everything. Yeah, and actually, we've got another. I'm actually not the head brewer anymore either, but oh. I'm I'm down there doing a lot of stuff still. But I kind of passed that on because. But uh, Derek, but, yeah, but it's, yeah, I mean, Derek. it's been six years. You don't want to be at that grind all day every. Like you want to kind of step back and kind of and appreciate one what you've been building down there at Goshen. But you know, it it, it can be a grind the beer game. Yeah, I mean, I've just shifted. I'm still doing so many things but just, yeah. just kind of shifted and it's needed to a bit so i bet this uh, other guy wouldn't have forgotten the beer i'm just kidding no he wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> so derek, how long has derek been with the goshen brewing he's company been, this, this fall before years oh, okay. so yeah he so brought him under your wing kind of taught him the ropes and stuff or did he yeah i mean well I, I don't know if i can claim that exactly but he had some experience before uh small brewery out of valpo he was working there and and came over and he's just a beer nut you know and he's that's awesome yeah when you guys are coming up with food and we'll go back to to the other jesse for just a minute like food can make or break a a brewery you could have great beer and if you have nothing else to offer, you know, things are going to be, it's going to be a rough go for you. It just is. And we've seen a lot of the breweries around town have just incredible menus. Where you walk in, like, how hard was that? Because when you start off as a new business, as a new business owner and a new brewer, you've got to worry about your beer being amazing. You have to worry about all the pitfalls that can come with opening a business, something that's federally regulated, something that's in a, you know, a building that needs a lot of work. 
balancing the books, hiring people, and then throw on top of all of that, you can't just come out with like, hey, taquitos and roller dogs. <laughs> oh, man. It's got to be amazing. So at what point did you yeah. realize like, yo, we got to have some food right or this is going to be a bad day for us? Yeah, you're kind of stressing me out right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's absolutely, you got to have, I mean, beer sort of first and foremost but not really you got to have the service and the food if you're mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. so did you try food at your yourself or, were you, or did you bring on a chef immediately no and say, hey, no i did not try food at all <laughs> I, I knew that wasn't something i was gonna do uh so we yeah jesse our head chef and really justin raymer our kitchen manager they were on board before we opened like helped did you give them a direct the did you give them a direction or were just like you guys go nuts you know not really i think i remember the first time meeting uh jesse and really kind of talking through menu and he's like barbecue and then he's like you know i really love asian that kind of that Asian influence, and I was like, "All right, let's start with barbecue." And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but man, you know, but it's to the point now that like craft beer is synonymous with amazing food. It's yeah. going to be local. It's going to be farm to table. It's going to be you know extra cared for, and you're going to get something amazing when you go out to get craft beer. That's just that's what we as a consumer expect now. And he yeah, had Thai, right? Yes, Pad Thai Tuesdays have become this powerful force for us. It's like so good. the most consistent day for us. Ever, it's amazing. We it was became because Tuesdays. You know, you think, all right, we got to figure out something to kind of. It's always the lag day for everybody. Now it's is that's not the case at all. You know, it's it's been amazing for us. But really, I don't. I don't really touch the kitchen other than (laughs) all right. No, they they have it under control. They they've got it nailed. So I'm extremely lucky, you know, and fortunate to have those guys on board and committed and now part-time owners or part owners, um, not part-time part owners, they're full-time, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's been, it's been great. Now looking, I know we're kind of getting toward the end of the show looking forward. Like what are you looking forward to for Goshen Brewing Company for, for your number going into year number seven, because having a small business, uh, a successful one for six years in and of itself is a miracle given what's happened over the last year. But what are you looking forward to for the next 365? Why did I say it like that? For the next yeah, year. I, yeah. It's the I most mean, hipstery interview. It's like I'm a podcast on NPR, like next 365. What do you got? Like over the next year. What, what's, that could what, be a cool. new little yeah. segment. Maybe it would be my saying. Uh, uh, I'm really, in, I love the events. Um, yeah. Sometimes our crew might get a little tired of me bringing up this next event or whatever, but no, they love it. So music, I'm really into music too. So uh, we've got Wednesday shows. We're kind of focusing still on Wednesday and then some Sundays. Okay. Uh, trying to get through kind of this year and see how things go. And then we'll throw in, you know, we've had some bigger shows in the past on weekends. Uh, I was going to say, know, any throwing in some one? Uh, I think we'll probably do something there. We've always cool. typically done a couple of those movies on the lawn, and they've been great. So. Huge turnouts for, like, Princess Bride. And yeah, that was one of our biggest. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that on uh, socials. But and, we've also thrown in, like, Super Troopers. Yeah. And, and you guys stuff did the, like the that, Cubs so. World Series, too. <laughs> yeah. I know that you guys did, like, Game 5 or 6 or whatever yeah. of the World yes. Series back yeah, in 2016. Yeah, we've done. So. All right, so super we're, cool. Yeah, it will be nice to have events of all of all kinds back. Um, right, absolutely. talk about events coming up here. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, my my segment on the show because before I didn't really talk a whole lot. I guess 
No, so we had to give Zach his old quarter to make sure he talked. <laughs> <laughs> and I just rattle off a, a list of things, and it was pretty depressing in the past year because there wasn't a whole lot going on, but now we've got things happening, movers and shakers, um, one of those being uh, right right in South Bend. South Bend Brew Works just moved to their new location. Um, a bigger tap room. Still got the same great patio and stuff. And I actually just rollerbladed by that uh, this past Tuesday. So. Of every business should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, and the, the new library that's coming up in South Bend is uh, just right across the street. So got a, got a really good look. They're just a catty corner away from uh, Four Winds Field. So Man, we're going to have such a great brewing community over there, too, because you've got Bear Hands getting their downtown location and then also South Bend Brew Works. But um, that's that's uh, their grand opening actually happened this past week. So absolutely, that's that's awesome. We'll Congrats be, to Steve and that crew. Yeah, we got to have Steve looks, on the show sometime. Yeah. He'll have to be a part of the Brewer Series because he has not much like uh, Joel Miller from um, um, Heavenly, Heavenly Goat. Goat. Yep, he, we had not had him on prior to um, this show. But you're a two-timer, so you got that -timer. over That's over everybody. It's going to be like the Saturday Night Live thing where like Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin come out. They're like, we're members of the 11-time club. Now you can say, like, well, I'm a member of the two-time club. <laughs> um, other things that we can look forward to, um, if you're going down to Miami, I thought this was pretty cool. Dogfish had put up a satellite location down there, which if you happen to find yourself in the southern part of Florida, then wow. you're going to get some like good... Uh, Delawarean beer. Is that even a word? Nope. But Delawarean? We'll oh, okay, I'm going to go with that. Um, They're called Delawarlocks. Del <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jesse, I want to hand the mic over to you for anything that you guys have coming up like this summer, things that you're looking forward to. Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, we've we really love our events over there. We got a great space for it too. You know, that outdoor space and then the beer hall kind of flowing into that with garage doors and stuff. But we're doing live, you know, focusing on original music uh, every Wednesday uh, from seven to nine. So uh, every Wednesday throughout, you know, at least September and then maybe a little into October, Sunday, evenings from five to seven more music a lot of times uh we'll we'll have those shows throughout the year so make sure to check out our events page uh for that stuff and then you know like we talked about hopefully we'll we don't have any movies scheduled but typically we'll do a couple of those yeah uh, biking kind of movies so uh hopefully we'll get some of that stuff going we've got you know just some random you know anniversary parties for some community like edible michiana we're working that out oh, uh, the brew is dirties. turning 25 the coffee shops so i'm sure we'll do some coffee cool coffee uh you know beer for that uh release later this summer but uh are yeah. you going are you going to be out at any um uh events tasting events like uh beer fest and whatnot yeah i you know we typically we were at four winds field here not too long ago for our oh, first right. one in a while oh Man, is, beer and wine fest the what oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yep cool. we were there for that it was beautiful out so uh yeah i mean some of these things are kind of still shaping up okay <laughs> for 
for uh, the summer. But, Hops and uh, Coasters, you going to be there for the Indiana Beach Brewfest? We are not there for okay. that. I know the timing didn't work out for that one, but that okay. sounds pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> it does. As long as your stomach can handle it. I know. <laughs> well, yeah. next year. Yeah, hey, we'll find out if it doesn't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Typically, we're at Brood in the Fort, you know, in the oh, early yeah. fall, too. So, in Fort Wayne, obviously. Um, you think Winterfest will make its return? You guys have biked you know, down there, right? Summerfest, or yeah. Summerfest, not winter, okay. fortunately, but Summerfest, they're just, that guild's just sort of getting built back up because they, you know, kind of were gone here right. for the last year. But uh, I know they're in the process of hiring and, and getting that going back. So hopefully cool. there's something, but it's getting a little tight here as far as time goes. Yeah, but, but maybe, uh, maybe Winterfest will be yeah. back in. Yeah, really that. Great. Oh, I would. I would think Winterfest will be back. So cool. Another yeah. Brewfest for me to get kicked out of. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we should probably yeah. wrap things up here. These yeah. five beers. <laughs> all uh, right. Yeah, uh, Jesse, we appreciate you stopping by, man. Oh, it's yeah. great having you back on and catching up after after all this. And um, absolutely, Zach and I will be down for our uh, our our couple of beers here soon. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No, I, I definitely want to get you some beers. So. Yeah. We well, we yeah. appreciate you coming on and joining yeah. us today. And thanks uh, a lot. for all of us here. Yeah. Uh, cheers. cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media.